I'm Jinyan. And I'm Luke. Uh, today we're talking about Into the Spider-Verse, which is our backup Catherine Hahn film. We were going to watch uh, Bad Mom's Christmas, or Bad Mom's 2, whichever one it's called. It's uh, Bad Mom's Christmas, and it was going to transition us into, into the Christmas, holiday Christmas which season. Which was such a great idea, but we forgot to like actually see if we could watch the movie anyway. Yeah. And we realized we'd have to pay money for it, and yeah. we didn't want to do that. Though so. I swear we checked when we were deciding on movies, so I give us the benefit that it might have just gotten taken off streaming somewhere. Yes. Anyway, so we're talking about Into the Spider-Verse, which is also a good movie, but not at all Christmassy. No. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse was released in 2018. It uh, was directed by Bob Persetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rotham, and has... Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Do you remember them? They did uh, like 21 Jump Street and the Lego movie. Oh, they're good. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they come from. And then they did this. The Lego movie being a really good movie was so... <laughs> that was such a moment in 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 movie history. Like that was so unexpected. You yeah, know? I feel like no one was expecting more than like the emoji movie, and yeah. then it was such like a weird buzz of like, "Hey, the Lego movie's good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Spider Verse movie uh, is one of the first. Is one of the only a few non Disney. Uh, animated films to win best animated feature. It's it, not Disney. No, this is made by Sony, who owns oh, the yeah, film they, rights. They own, right. Okay. To Spider Man, yeah. and they released it that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, it was a bit of a financial disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, at best, kind of breaking even. Yeah. So, but due to strong after film release. Uh, they have decided to move forward on a sequel. Nice. Which I'm happy for them for, because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, it's the first non-Disney Pixar film since Happy, Wheat, Happy Feet to win Best Animated Feature. Uh, I don't think that's true, though. I think Rango won. I don't know why I'm talking Rango about it. Rango wasn't Disney? No, that was Paramount. Huh. Rango's a weird movie. I've never seen Rango. Anyway, uh, I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is really good. That's not really, like, a mind-blowing opinion, you know? It's just, it's a really good movie, and it's really fun. I feel like I've heard about Miles for years before this movie came out and we like hadn't heard his story yet like do you remember there's a big push for childish gambino to be the next spider-man for him to be miles tom glover yeah yeah i remember that there was a push but they were uh they had a different vision for what they wanted the tom holland like that's what marvel was saying they had a different (sighs) vision it for was, where they wanted I it to go, because they wanted the high school story. It was before that. It was more when they were, because uh, because uh, Donald Glover was younger at the time. Like now, he'd be too old, but he was like he could have passed at the time. It was more in his community days. Um, it was kind of around. I mean, it was two thousand fifteen ish. There's so much drama 
Was it? Yeah. There's so much drama with, like, Spider-Man, and I've heard so many, like, conspiracy theories with the Andrew Garfield one, and how, like, he got fired because he wanted Spider-Man to be bi. And, like, remember Shailen Woodley? What do you mean, no? That's just not what happened. How do you know? Because I know what happened. What happened? The first film Mm -hmm. did fine, Mm -hmm. and then the second film, they wanted it to be bigger and better because Sony was trying to now compete directly with Marvel. Yeah. And so they tried to use Amazing Spider-Man 2 to set up their own cinematic universe. But the problem with that is that the movie spent so much time setting up other things, they forgot to make Amazing Spider-Man 2 good, and it was bad, so it didn't make up its budget, which it would have needed to make $900 million to make up, which was too much. But weren't they already filming like a whole third one? And then they stopped filming it? They were preparing a Sinister Six movie. They hadn't filmed it. They were just preparing for it. And then the movie did poorly. Maybe it, And I'm they got thinking, frustrated. Because, like, Shane Lane Woodley was supposed to be in those films. And then she got cut out. And it was, like, drama. Yes, I think she was supposed to be a black cat. And they were going to put her in. But then they were going to wait till the third one. And then, basically, the second one did It did good. Like it made like seven hundred million, mm-hmm. but it also needed to make nine hundred million to make back the money, so it lost two hundred million dollars, which is a lot of money, and Sony was really mad about it. And then Marvel, mm-hmm. like Disney Marvel, the guy who runs it's a big Spider-Man fan, and he asked if he could they could work together and put Spider-Man in their movies. So they I stopped the Amazing Spider-Man movies to make the Marvel ones. Because the Marvel was ones were the few money. Years in between those. Not really. I don't know. I don't know. I'm this on a conspiracy train. Tom Holland's came out in 2017, Did and it? his first appearance was in 2016. And the Spider Amazing Spider Man would have come out in 2014. So that's like a two year turnaround. Oh. That's pretty normal for movie sequels. Yeah, you're right. Two to three years? Anyway, they're always stupid with Spider-Man, in my opinion. They're stupid with everything in terms of, like, representation. They're always, like, what you've explained with the old dude. But it was the same with the amazing Spider-Man. It was the whole thing. Which part? (laughs) I don't understand your stories when you tell the half the story and then fill in the other half with, well, the thing. Or, you know, the, th- the thingy my bobber, the I'm, what's half. <laughs> I need those other halves to understand the story. I'm really tired. Uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I just know, like, Andrew Garfield wanted uh, Michael B. Jordan to be Mary Jane, and it was a whole thing. What? What do you mean, what? He wanted Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. To be Mary Jane. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. This is in multiple interviews where he talks about it. What are... Like, he wanted him to be his girlfriend? Well, his boyfriend, because he wanted Spider-Man okay, to yes. be bi. But he, I don't know if Michael that's B. real. Jordan, I, I think that that's gay internet. No, I've seen interviews where he talks about it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I swear. And there was a bunch of stuff where they were talking to, like, Stan Lee, and he was, like, 
uh, annoyed that people were talking about Spider-Man being bi. It was a whole thing, but people wanted Spider-Man to be bi. It was a whole thing. I believe it was people wanting him to be no, gay. No, but he talked about it in interviews. He talked about it so much, and he talked about specifically Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I can I don't know enough about what you're talking Wait, about. Wait, can I? I feel like I have to prove myself because you don't I, believe me. I believe you in the sense that I've seen people wanted to talk about it. No. No, let don't me, stop the recording. Let me see your What does that have to do with you, this movie at all? I don't know where you went on this, like, no, he has to be gay, signed hand. No, I'm no just, one's gay at this one either. I'm They're just, all a bunch of heteros. I'm They're just, a bunch of breeders. I'm just They're just talking, breeding babies. I'm just talking about the drama around previous Spider-Man casting. Anyway. <laughs> So I kept hearing about Miles. <laughs> Miles Morales. Yes, so, there was some rumor, particularly for the third iteration of Spider-Man in live action, that yeah. they were going to do that, but then they decide. but Marvel was pretty adamant from the start they wanted to do Peter Parker, but actually in high school. Like, that's the story they wanted, and that's where it fit. And now that I see where Tom Holland's Spider-Man fits in Marvel... I understand why they wanted to do that. I've never seen him, so I don't know. Like, I, I, I understand the appeal where they wanted to turn Tony Stark into Uncle Ben. Yeah. Like, they wanted to merge the kind of those roles. That's interesting. Which is why when... Uh, you haven't seen uh, any of the Avengers. Okay. No, I saw the first one. They're not Endgame. Uh, Infinity War. Yeah. At the end of the movie, they lose. Yes. And I know Thanos Tony snaps. Stark dies no. At the end of this movie. No. Yeah. That's later. That's, yeah. Infinity War, which is the first one. Yeah. Thanos snaps and people dust. And Peter Parker dusts it. Yes. And when Peter Parker's <laughs> dusting, he's like terrified and he's pleading to Tony Stark, like, I don't want to go. Help me. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And like Tony Stark just kind of comforts him. As he disappears, because mm-hmm. he's really scared. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Uncle Ben moment. So I understand, like, the direction of the character they wanted to go in. Uh-huh. And Marvel's moving towards better diverse casting now. Yes. They should have done better before. I've gone into that before, I think, already. Yeah, with the Disney man. Wait, not, was he? Not Disney man. The Marvel CEO guy who's like old and racist was like, people only want to see white guys in their yeah, films. And yeah, then yeah. eventually they got Disney approved the films ignoring him. And that's when they started being better. Back to the movie five minutes okay, later. So I'm really happy to see Miles finally as someone who hasn't read the comics. And I really like him in this. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate like it's kind of a joke that we've seen just fucking so many spider-man origin stories it's like stop showing me the origin story um and i really like how they utilize that in this uh and they kind of like with the comic books mm-hmm. and then they like kind of speed through it i like how they, they lean it, into it being yeah comics. they make it into like kind of a joke where we mm. go through but it's still really entertaining mm. so i really enjoy how they do that i well, love they the make animation sh- in this too yeah they make sure for the story to balance out, like, which times need to be serious 
like which characters are serious, which are fun. Like you get Spider, uh, older Spider Man, yeah, and uh, Spider Gwen, yeah, who are or Spider Woman. I think that's what they call her now. Or called her in this one. Anyway, Spider Gwen. That's uh-huh. what I'm calling her. Uh-huh. Those two are pretty serious the whole time. Yeah. Like they get their, they get to be part of the jokes, but their main characters are pretty serious. But then they also know, like. Nicholas Cage's uh noir Spider Man. That's Nicholas Cage? That's Nicholas Cage. Why are we saying Nicholas Cage? <laughs> That's Nick Cage? Yeah. That's so weird. I know that. That's I love Spider Man. I mean, Nicholas Cage has never met a movie uh, a script he said no to. Yeah. I, I, I love that one. The uh Okay, let's start at the beginning a little bit. I want to go a little bit. A very good place to start. Yeah. So, um, okay, the animation. This is... Okay, this is what I want from animation. Oh, yeah, you're always upset with animation. Good. For, it was good to animation. But it's... Was, that's what... Okay, it's stylized, which yes. I love. And it's consistently stylized. And I lo- love them, as you were saying, like, leaning into the comic bookiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, at the beginning, Miles is going to, like, a new school. His dad's a cop. And... He meets Gwen, right? Yeah, Miles is at this new school. It's hard. There's lots of stress on him uh, to be good because it's like a fancy boarding school, mm-hmm. which in the U.S. particularly means like more. Yeah. Because their school system is like really weird which from is, my understanding. Yeah, it's so weird. I never understand like U.S. Like when they're like in movies stressed about like, oh, I have to get my kid into a fancy preschool. It's like, chill out. They're too. It's so weird to me. Anyway. I know people... Like, I've read news stories about how a lot of people have to start prepping for college at three. Yeah. And it's because they, like, I just don't get their education system. I know their funding is based on property tax. Yeah. So, like, if you live in a poor, poor neighborhood, then your school just doesn't get much money. That's weird. It's not weird for rich people to look out for themselves. That's not weird. That's just bad. Yeah. Rich people have never been subtle. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so he's going to a fancy uh boarding school and is kind of struggling with it. It's one of those schools where you like live away from your parents, which is also crazy to me. I always used to think that that was wild, like live from your away from your parents like five days a week. I just don't know why people do that. Yeah, like I, I don't understand that. But I like being at school sucks so much. Imagine if you can't leave. Mm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we like, I really like how, I think they do a really good job in terms of like the parental relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, they focus more on his dad. His mom doesn't have like a huge role, but him and his dad have a complex, but like loving relationship and not even super complex. His dad's just like, they just start a different uh, path for what they want Miles to go on. Yeah. Like Miles is in that kind of rebellious teenage art years. Exactly. And his dad is like focus on school. You have to be your best and try your best. But I like the thing where like he drops him off at the school and then like talks over the speakerphone and You like, have to say it back. Yeah, which is so embarrassing, but it's such like an annoying thing a dad would do. <laughs> That's something that dad would totally do. Yeah, so it's like it feels very like 
I don't know. It's just a really good moment. And then um, we have the really good scene with his uncle, which is where he gets bit by the spider. Does the spider blip through because of the like time warpy thing that the evil man is doing? Uh, I think... I don't know exactly what happens there. I don't think they really bother uh, explaining. They don't like fully explain it. Like it's just no, another it radioactive spider, no, no, but no. it does glitch. It, yeah. So I like to think it's a radioactive, like it's a radioactive spider that went through the I think it did. collider yeah. a little bit, or it was like hit by it. Yeah. Which is why Miles has like extra powers. So because then it's like. It's like not just a radioactive spider. It's like a genetically modified radioactive spider. And as we all know, GMOs lead to death or superpowers. Miles meets up with his uncle, um, who's super cool. His uncle is playing the like, like cool, arty uncle who like... Not arty, just the cool uncle that like... I would say he's arty. No. What do you mean? He's not arty. He's arty. He doesn't do art. I he think... just likes that Miles does art. Yeah, no. He's like, no, I that's chill. Art, arty is the wrong word, but I'm thinking Free more... spirit. No. <sighs> chill? No. I'm okay. thinking about, like, your really cool, like, Hippie. aunt. But hippie's the wrong vibe, but it's like, they're really cool. You kind of want to be them, you your know? cool uncle? Yeah, but like that's there's a word I can't I can't think of the he word. He plays his cool uncle, <laughs> and uh, so like Miles like sneaks out to go do graffiti with him, mm-hmm. like in this random bit under the subway. She was like, "How did you find this?" And he was like, Shh, "Don't worry about that." Yeah, which we, I we in the audience were like, hmm, "Weird." Moving on. Yeah, and then the next day is when he gets his powers. Yes, he got bit at the subway, but it's, like, just a little thing. He's like, oh. Which is also, like, a really funny sequence. And then I love, they do this, like, part where he, because he's he's all, like, sticky and he can't control it. And then he, like, accidentally grabs a comic book, right? And it's, like, saying exactly what he's saying. Like, Mm. what the? (laughs) There's parallels. And it's really, it's really well done. And then he's, like, running on the side of a building, right? Um... And then he goes back, and that's when he hears Spider-Man, in-universe Spider-Man, who's like Peter Parker, is uh, fighting a, a lizard man, right? Uh, he is fighting Green Goblin. He's fighting Green Goblin there? Yes. Because huh. he calls him Norman, or oh. Osborne, which is Green Goblin. But this right. is clearly, like, different Green Goblin. That's actually part Goblin. Yeah. So, uh... A bunch of shit goes down. It's like a good action scene. And then um, we end up near the, what did you call it? The Hydron Collider? Yeah. Basically, Kingpin, who's like the main baddie, Mm -hmm. is like trying to like get into an alternate universe because... No, he's not trying to get in. He's trying to bring back his family. He's trying to get them into this one? Yes. Okay. He's trying to... That's mean, because he'd be stealing his wife and kid from another version of him. I don't know, the villain's gonna be mean. This is annoying. <laughs> and not on the part of the movie, just on the part of him as a person, which is fine because he's a villain. But he's such a bitch because he's like, basically, his wife and son saw him try to murder someone and I guess didn't know that he 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 was a villain who would try to murder people, which is kind of weird because I feel like normally you know. But anyway. Well, they I didn't... feel like they just thought he was like generic, generic business. Rich. 
Yeah. Like, generic business gangster. Like, probably he's done some shady tax stuff, but, like, mm. he's just trying to murder yeah. someone in their home. It was, wasn't it Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. And so they, like, are, like, we're leaving, bye, and then they get in the car accident and die. So well, they're fleeing from him in fear, and yeah, they die so, because they're fleeing. So he's trying to, like, uh, collide all these universes to, to get a version of his wife and son back. He's trying to open the universe. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, Kingpin is a great villain. I love his design. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so interesting, like, how cartoonish he is compared to everyone else, but somehow they make it work. Mm-hmm. It, but, and he's still, like, really imposing. And I also loved, at this moment, so, uh, Spider-Man and Miles, like, meet at one point mid-fight, and Spider-Man's, like, talking to him, and he's super nice, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, help you, and blah, blah, And then, in the fight, uh, while Miles is, like, hiding, Spider-Man ends up getting fucking murdered. No, not murdered, but severely injured, and then right after murdered. That's what I'm talking about. When he, like, slams him. Oh. <gasps> that moment was, like, intense. Like, that was, like, a lot. Because he, uh, Kingpin, like, okay, Spider-Man's, like, pinned down or something. He's really injured. And King- Kingpin comes over and he does this fucking, like, slam with his fist, like, onto it. Like, that's just a bad way to die. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was weirdly visceral for, like, this type of movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then we get introduced to the villain. Well, we kind of were introduced in the fight before, but this is where we really get to see the Prowler. Who has oh my god, the, the Prowler! The Prowler the best has the best sound. theme. Yes! Thank you! The sound is so fucking scary. The first time I I was, like, stressed. Like the you, Prowler That's all it does is, is so it just cool. stresses you out when yeah. he's chasing. Like, you feel like he's right there yeah. breathing and yelling down your neck. Oh, he is so scary. So... Yeah, basically, Miles, uh, Bat, uh, Batman, Sp- <laughs> Spider-Man gave him this, like, uh, flash drive, and he's like, do this thing and you'll solve the world. So Miles is trying to run out of there and not be murdered with the flash drive, because now he's, like, been put on a mission by Spider-Man. And, yeah, Kingpin sends the Prowler after him, and it's this, like, uh, chase, like, through the subway tunnels, and it's so scary. It's so well done. And then, doesn't the Prowler kind of have, like, a purpley color things yes. which is also really good um oh that noise that noise for me is like on the same level as like the jaws theme mm-hmm. like it's like so scary it does something you know yes and then uh miles does some training stuff that's kind of not relevant yeah and then he meets alternative dimension spider-man how does he meet him uh he's at spider-man's grave and then other Spider-Man like Just says like says hi and then shoots him with the web. Because he's like, hey. Yeah. And then Miles shocks him by mistake. Oh, he yeah. doesn't have control. Oh of any yeah, because he has shocky pl- powers. Yes. I forgot that he has shocky powers. Um yeah, I really like I think alternate universe, like older Spider-Man is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um and I really like how they did him, where he's both he's just enough of an asshole without being too much you know yeah. so he's like you get the snarky asshole character but he like doesn't go too far where you're like well now i hate you it's like he always like keeps it where you're like you're still a good person yeah 
and so they have to go after they talk and fight for a bit about how much Miles should be involved. Miles gets him to take him. Well, no, to- wait, wait, wait. Because first, the like cops come and they think because Miles is just like with this like unconscious body, they think he like killed someone. Right? I think they think they stole. He stole a body. Oh yeah, there's a graveyard. That would also make sense. And so they have like this really funny um chase scene which is also utilizes part of what i like so much about animation because in the um chase scene like at some point uh miles like uh latches onto a sub a subway train and then they're like being they're like hanging from this subway car going like super fast through the streets and like multiple times uh, Peter Parker gets like smashed into stuff, which like in real life would probably die, but because it's cartoon and comic book logic, it's like you have that understanding that like grievous injury is like not that bad unless they tell you you should consider it that bad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's a good fight. It's a good action scene, and it's just really funny. Mm-hmm. Hey. They go after that. They talk for a bit about, like, what's going on. Because, like, old Spider-Man was like, oh, I'm going to train you. And so Miles is like, hey, you going to train me? And the new Spider-Man's like, no. No, I hate kids. (laughs) But then he gets over it. Which is kind of his character. Yeah. Uh, He he agrees to take Miles to help him. at the place where at the lab in the forest, which is a really pretty forest. Yeah. Uh, and they get in there and they meet Dr. Octavius. Yeah. Which we saw her a little bit in the beginning. She, didn't mean, she was telling, little. she was like, don't do the thing, the science words. And he's like, I don't care about science words. Do the thing. Yeah. She's been a scientist. We've seen her a few times before this, but, this is when we actually really get to see her see her. Yeah. And so she's just like really interested when she sees the other Spider-Man because he's glitching. Mm. He's not supposed to be in this universe. and her, His body's freaking out. Yeah. And she's like really interested. <laughs> and then Miles is trying to hack the computer and he just can't do it. Oh, yeah. So, so he, he takes the computer. <laughs> he grabs the whole computer. That's so funny. And the cute thing about that was he also took the monitor. Yeah. Because then, like, when they're escaping, Spider-Man's like, hey, first rule, first rule about stealing a computer, don't need a monitor. And, like, throws it away. <laughs> that part's so funny. Um, Yeah, so Doc Ock is played by Katherine Hahn, which I had no idea until you told me. Yes, and she's really good in this role. She is. Doc, Doc Ock is, is really cool. awesome. Like, I, we don't get to see her that much. Um, She's kind of the, well... She's, we see her more than we think. That's interesting when you think about it, because this film has, like, two secondary villains. It has, like, Doc Ock and, what's the other one, Nightcrawler? The Prowler. The Prowler, which normally is too many. Yes. But it's, like, really well balanced in this one. And it does help that the Spider-Verse concept Mm -hmm. leans it into having lots of sudden character Mm -hmm. appearances. You're more open to it. Because the film's like, yeah, that's just going to happen a lot. Yeah, very true. So she's, like, really funny. She does the... 
what is she's a mixture of mad scientist and art teacher yes which is like a really fun mixture Mm -hmm. um and i love like when she goes into her like the like classic doc ock form with all the arms and stuff i just i really like how they did that it's a really good visual how they did her arms to be like not mechanical Mm -hmm. in like the traditional way i just think was really cool yeah like they're kind of they're like rubber tubes (sighs) yeah which is just different Mm -hmm. and when they introduce like when we figure out she's like evil evil not just crazy scientists yeah uh we're kind of like oh what because of how she's introducing herself. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was really clever. Because Spider-Man figures it out. Mm-hmm. He's like, do your friends call you Doc Ock? And she's like, no, my friends call me like Rachel. <laughs> my enemies call me Doc Ock. And yeah. like, then her arms are coming out. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like, I just thought that was like such a cute little Catherine Hahn moment. Yeah. <sighs> no, and it, Catherine Hahn's sure. chasing them through the forest <gasps> with the laptop. Which is so scary. And Peter Parker is being the fucking worst teacher ever. Like, he's just like, oh, figure it out! And Miles is like, doesn't he, like, face plant in the snow? Like... <laughs> he falls a few times. But also, like, under the circumstance, what else is he gonna do? They are right there. Well, he... D- I mean, he does figure it out where he starts actually telling him how to do it. Yeah. Like, after Miles is fucking up. Yeah, but they were right there. Yeah. Like, he didn't have time to, like, be like, yeah, press this, do that. He's like, here you go! Go! <laughs> but you know that, uh tiktok sound like a how do i do this and it's like well you just have to know and it's like well here's the thing i don't know no okay never heard that sound okay how have i never heard that sound weird i might have not said it perfectly but it's like a sound okay okay that's what i thought of at that moment Mm. it's like oh (laughs) you're supposed to know well the thing is i don't know so they get caught by doc ock and then uh gwen stacy comes and saves them right yes spider gwen Spider Gwen. Okay. Who has such. I know the film didn't make her look. Like, that's just her look in the comics. Yeah. But it's such a good. With the hood. The hood. Like, the hood and ballet. And then I really liked. Yeah, like, in her little, like, sequence. Because, like, every time. We've had a few introductions at this point. I think we got original Spider Man and then we got. New Spider-Man. New Spider-Man. So now we get kind of Gwen Stacy's, like, little intro, her, like, comic book we intro. We get Spider-Gwen's intro. Um, About how, like, uh, Peter Parker died and he was mm. her best friend. Um, And her, like, hood is so cool. And there's, like, a really cool shot of her, like, jumping over a building, like, backwards. And she gets, mm. like, really close to the camera and then goes away. Um, Yeah, I really like Gwen. My only, um, I think it's my only issue with this film. And to be fair, I saw a video on this. I don't remember where. I think it was TikTok. Somebody was talking about this. Where um, they kind of, they talk about how um, they make, (laughs) sorry, they deal with uh, new Peter Parker seeing um, Mary Jane very well. Because in this universe, Peter Parker and Mary Jane were like married, weren't they? Or they were. They were still together, whereas old old slash new Peter Parker um, got divorced, but he, like, still loves her. So every time he sees her, he's, like, all wistful and, like, upset. Whereas for Gwen, they never deal with how her Peter Parker died in front of her, and then now she's hanging out with a new Peter Parker. They're, like, really—it's, like, a really different Peter Parker. Like, how it's do an you ad- know? 
Well, she's young enough to be able to go to high school. So she, her best friend, yeah, we can reasonably assume, was also, we'll say, around her age. I just, and I think this is like a forty-year-old man. I just, so think it's, it's like, weird. It's not referenced like a little eh, bit. I don't think it's weird at all. I think you it'd be think weird it's if it. Weird? I think it'd be weird if it was referenced. I highly disagree. I, Why would it be weird if it was referenced? Because there's the age difference is. So yeah, but that large. doesn't make. It, I was gonna say it doesn't make him a different person. Like it does. He is a different person, but he's also the same person. But it's like a forty-year-old. It's a forty-year-old versus like a twenty, uh, fifteen, twenty-year-old. Like the difference is pretty significant. Yeah, but he's still a version of her best friend who didn't die when they were sixteen. Like, wouldn't you like care about that? But we only see that. Like, I think the only reason it affects this Peter Parker <laughs> is that this Mary Jane. Uh, is like identical. To I disagree. His I don't. I don't. Dis- I don't agree with this. Um, okay. This like emotional. Uh, it doesn't affect the emotionality of the situation. You, I just wish there that was would like so affect the emotionality of the situation because it wouldn't be the same person. It's. I don't understand. Like it's not the same person, and in that it's an alternate universe person, but it's the same person as that. It's the same person from an alternate universe. But th- that they wouldn't have any connection to them. Like and not well, and not then hold why on, hold on. A connection to Mary Jane. She, you have to let me finish my sentence. Peter Parker looks the same. He's just look. He just looks older. Like you don't stop caring about someone because they're they're old. <laughs> but you don't. don't uh, okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about this fight. Okay. I wish. I just wish that there had been. Uh, it doesn't even have to be an equal consideration for Gwen's feelings, but. A, like small a bit of one. I'm glad they didn't. I think that would have made the film. Much oh worse. my god, that's ridiculous! I'm glad they didn't. That's a ridiculous opinion. Well, it is the right one. No, it's not. How the how in the hell would that make the film worse? I'm glad they didn't do it. That's so stupid, Luke. Why? Because it would have made it worse. How would it make it worse? Because it's a weird age gap. It's She's not. like a literal teenager, and then she would have been like, "Oh, my best friend. Look at him now. He's forty. That would have been weird. It it's would have a just, weird situation. It would have been a weird context. It would have been just like what happened with, not just like, it would have been similar to what happened with Eternals, where it's like, yeah, we know that the age difference wasn't there, but when you see it and the film's like, oh no, but they're actually, like, their age difference isn't a thing. I haven't seen Eternals. Okay, well, there's a weird age difference in there. Okay, but it's not even like they were dating, they were friends. They were best friends. Okay. Yeah, which I'm just saying, makes it more for why she should have any emotion for seeing her best friend alive. I don't know I'm how I'm very you can make glad this that they didn't do it. I think it would have made the film much worse. That doesn't make any sense. Because her relationship is now with Miles Morales. That's her friend in this movie. Okay, yeah, but she's been there for like a few weeks. Like, it was enough. Of a thing in her universe for it to start her becoming Spider-Woman. So it's like her Uncle Ben. And now suddenly it's unimportant. Okay. Like, you think if Uncle Ben died, and then a different Uncle Ben who was younger... Well, younger is not older. A different Uncle Ben who is younger. Younger came, is different than older. Came that younger is Peter different Parker than older. Would not care that Uncle Ben was around. Younger is different How than older. How in the old. fuck is it different? Younger is so different. It's not in this context of your best friend being dead. Oh, okay. 
while I move on. I have no opinion anymore to yell. You do, obviously. I can't believe that this is your opinion. They go to <laughs> Aunt May's house to see Aunt May and get help from her. And is, is... Aunt May takes them to oh, the shed. The, the, the thumb drive was already smushed. Yes. Thumb and drive they have gone. The laptop That's why the... they were stealing the computer, right? Yes. Okay. Did the, did they get the computer or did yes. they? Okay. Spider Gwen helped. Okay. They go to Aunt May. Aunt May takes them to the spider cave, which is just such a bat cave ripoff. It's the only design element. I was like, wow. You don't like the bat cave? I like the bat cave. I just don't like that Spider-Man just did the bat cave. That's fair enough. Like it's just because it's just identical. Yeah, in that's like fair almost every. How... I don't really care also that much because it's barely in the film. Anyway, they go to the spider cave and they meet uh, the rest of the spider team that has shown up. Yeah, and we get Nicholas Cage's noir Spider-Man. Love him. He's he's cool. He's very funny. I like him. Yes, he's he's good at humor, but like not loud humor. I think he's my favorite of these like. Minor character Spider-Mans. Spider-Man. Uh, uh, then we have the girl who has... It's like I'm a spider robot. Her name. Uh, Penny Parker. It's 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 confusing. It's not even just a spider. It's a real spider that lives in a spider robot. It's a, spy- it's a real spider inside of a spider robot that she has a psychic connection to. She's very, like, futuristic. Yes. And then Porky... Peter Porker. Peter Porker. I think that's... Who no, I th- Spider-Ham. Oh, Spider-Ham. I think he is my least favorite. And he oh. had the potential to be annoying. Um, but they didn't have him be annoying, so that was good. <laughs> I like Peter Porker. I think John Mulaney was a good choice to play Peter Porker. It is fun. It's got some good slapstick elements into it. It adds a nice energy relief. Yeah. Fights. It's like it's getting serious, and then he comes in. And then we get all of the... We get all of them, right? Yes, that's all of them, though. Like, we get all of the open... the. Yes, that's where we get all their <laughs> comics from. Um, And then... That's when... They, it, they, all, they all get attacked at Aunt May's, don't they? They... Uh, that's way later. That's way later? They go out. They keep doing... Or they are trying to teach Miles how to be a superhero, but they are not very smart, and they obviously don't get uh, that he's, like, struggling. Mm -hmm. And so they keep just yelling at him, and he freaks out and turns invisible and leaves. Yeah. Uh, And while he's out, he goes to... uh, (gasps) That's when he goes to his uncle's. For context, uh, the only way... What they have to do in the uh, Hydron Collider room is they have to go to the top, insert a flash drive, and press a button. Yeah. And that will turn off the device. Yeah. The problem is, is that they also need the device running to send back the spider people. Yeah. And they all keep glitching, so they can't can't just, like, stay there even if they wanted to, because they would, like, die eventually. They're dying. Yeah. Like, slowly, but they are dying. And so... None of them are from this universe, except Miles. But Miles is being very good at Spider-Man, so they don't trust him really right now to do the job, which yeah. is totally valid. He mm-hmm. is not good. Yeah. Uh, so Miles freaks out, goes to his uncle's house, Yeah. and then we and him 
discover uh, that, that he. We <gasps> it is. Oh my god. Okay, this scene is so good, and it murdered me. So Miles is like in his uncle's house, and his uncle isn't there. And then we fucking see Nightcrawler, and we're like, oh, the no. Prowler. Nightcrawler <laughs> is a different character. Yeah, I'm sorry, the Prowler, and he's like outside the window, and it's like his noises start right. And doesn't Miles turn invisible? Miles turns invisible because right I before think the Prowler sees our, him. Our first, our first like thought is like, oh, the Prowler followed him here or something. And so Miles is like hiding. And then like the Prowler gets really close to him and it's so scary. And then he answers a phone call, right? And he takes his mask off and it's his fucking uncle. And I have never, like that, in retrospect, I could have predicted but I just liked his uncle so much. I was so betrayed. Like mm. a twist villain, I don't a twist villain I don't think has hit me this hard in like a while. Like I was heartbroken. I knew he was the prowler, but that's just because I know the comic story kinda what well. like kinda It's the same in the comics? Yeah. The oh. whole point is that in the comics, like Peter Parker loses his uncle Ben, who is like a stand up good guy. Like, he was a good guy who had no problems, and that ended up killing him, because yeah. he was too good. Yeah. And in Miles' story, his uncle was, like, kind of bad. Mm-hmm. And that's what, who he loses. Like, his uncle is, like, the criminal, but he was bonded with him. Yeah. And so now he knows the path not to take. Okay. That's kind of the parallel. Do you understand? Yeah. You just seem, you're looking really confused. <laughs> It's just a very like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> it's a funny parallel. <laughs> like they were just like, what if Uncle was bad? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we need that. We Miles is like almost able to get away, but he like hits plant brushes as he leaves, and yeah. Prowler's like, oh, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, and then he gets a he Miles escapes just barely. And he goes right back to Aunt May's house, which was <gasps> kind of dumb because he led all the villains there. Yeah, then this is the big fight at Aunt May's. Um, so they have the new thumb drive, right? Yes. So and the then, villains are, like, trying to get the thumb drive. And it's it's like, Doc Ock there for this fight? We get Doc Ock, we get the Prowler, and we get Scorpion. Uh. So everyone's fighting, all of the other Spider-Man, and then... Uh, Spider-People. Spider-People, and then... Uh, Miles is, like, trying to fight, too, but he's not, like, doing very well. Because um, he's not good at being Spider-Man Which they're, yet. like, going to judge him for hardcore. And then he ends up on the roof with the Prowler. The Prowler's about to kill him. And then and he takes his mask off. And the, oh, the drama. This is, like, fucking, like. The uncle's, like. This is, like, Hamlet. <laughs> the uncle has, like, a full-on. I, like, like, it's a reality check almost? Yeah, like, like, oh, I was just about to kill this kid. He's literally, like, holding him by the neck, like, over the edge of a roof. Like, he's mm-hmm. about to kill him. Mm-hmm. And so he decides not to kill him, and immediately fucking Kingpin, mm-hmm. like, shoots him. Which is like, why? He was like, <laughs> one second. He's like, maybe not, and then Kingpin's like, Pff. Well, doesn't Kingpin, like, before, he's like, kill him or I'll shoot you. Like, I don't know. No. Okay, never mind. He says, he says, like, what are you waiting for? Kill him. Mm. And so they're thinking, but like, also, why is the Prowler not wearing bulletproof armor? That's a fair point. He is wearing 
armor looking stuff. I just thought that but was funny. He gets uh he gets shot and he like runs away down no. no? He gets shot, uh Miles takes him to an alley where it's safe oh, because Miles there's other villains. Him. And oh, then the dad sees uh, them. And the Miles escapes, so but the dad bad. finds like, the brother dead. No, but like their last moments are like really good and like oh and then his dad sees Spider Man over the body. So now his dad thinks Spider Man. But he gets over that pretty quick. Which I was <laughs> thankful for because I was like nervous that he mm. was What didn't that happen in the Raimi trilogy? Like what do you mean? I haven't seen the Raimi trilogy. What? Haven't you, what do you mean? You haven't seen the Raimi trilogy. Why would I watch the Raimi trilogy? Because people like it. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Okay, well. It's iconic in Spider-Man film, like, lore. Okay, that can be our next, that can be why Christmas month instead. I can't, you're the one who likes superheroes. I can't believe you've never seen it. Why would I watch the Raimi trilogy? Because it's good, apparently. I've only you... seen it when I was little, so I don't really remember it. I remember the third one was really bad. But I've heard that the second one is, like, still one of the best superhero movies, according to a lot of people. Well, it's so famous. I can't believe you've never seen it. Why? Why? I don't understand. I, I don't know why I'm being <laughs> a critique for this. I don't understand. I'm <laughs> I haven't watched it because I haven't watched it. Uh... Anyway, I'm pretty sure that happens in the original one. Uh, Peter Parker's friend thinks that Spider-Man killed somebody, and then he's really pissed at Spider-Man for, like, a movie or two, which is, like, really stressful because he doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider-Man, so he's constantly talking to Peter Parker about how much he hates Spider-Man. And it's just a stressful situation I didn't want to relive, where his dad would just constantly be like, I'm gonna murder Spider-Man, and Miles is like, okay. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm glad that his dad got over it by the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was... The the entire thing with the uncle is so well done. Yes. And then Miles goes back to his room at the school. The other spiders come to meet him. Uh, you get a kind of... You get a kind of cute scene with his roommate where he freaks out. So Spider-Man yeah. passes out. Then the spider... Then Spider-Man tells him that the rest of the spiders have decided... That he's not ready. And the main spy, the rest of the spiders weren't sure, and that Spider Man. There's so many names. <laughs> Spider Man has decided that uh, Miles Morales is not ready to uh, be a spider. So they tie him to a chair, and they're like, "If you're ready, you can get out." Yeah, it's kind of like the idea that we're told. There's a really good scene because do do they gag him as well? I don't remember. Yes, but his dad comes to talk to him because his uncle died, and he assumes that Miles doesn't know. And he comes to like talk to him, and he's like talking through the door, and it's like a really sweet scene where his dad is like, "I love you," and like Miles can't say anything back. Um, and then what happens? What's the turning point? Well, Miles. Thinks about everything that happened. Yeah. And it's, Miles is able to master his powers. Like, he's able to focus mm-hmm. and masters his powers. And at first, when I first watched it, I was kind of like, what? Yeah. How did he just learn everything? But then I was thinking, that's probably, like, just part of the spider gene. It's like, you just kind of know how to use it. Well, it's also, like, a superhero thing where you have, like, 
You know how, like, uh, this was in Shang-Chi, where, like, he drowns, and then he's, like, super powerful after, you know? It's just, like, a very common superhero thing, where you, like, suddenly... I have no idea how that relates to this in any way, shape, or form. Because you su- suddenly something happens, and then you figure out all your powers. It's the same thing. Like, that was... No. What do you I... mean, no? I'm just telling you about a I, I know what you mean. Thing. I just don't know what you mean with the Shang-Chi thing. That's a completely different thing. <laughs> he drowns. And then a dragon saves him. <laughs> and then he's more powerful. No, just a dragon saved him. He's not more powerful? No. Oh. <laughs> a dragon just... He was going to drown. We're like, oh no, sad. And then a dragon saved him. We're like, yay! Well, that's a letdown. I thought he was going to like release all he, his powers. Shang-Chi doesn't have powers. He has rings. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just some guy. He knows, like, good martial arts. But he's just no. a guy. <laughs> you're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Recording these when you're tired is interesting. Anyway, uh, I had a dream recently. <laughs> We're not getting into your dreams. We don't have time we for you. Are. No. I had a dream recently that all of these people dressed as animals got into, like, a car in, like, a clown car style, and for some reason in the dream, that was representative of me having my, like, superhero. (laughs) Like, like after they all got in the car, I was like, I have superhero superpowers now. That's what that meant. Miles gets his powers. (laughs) They just have to keep moving forward. Are you (laughs) this dream move on? Miles gets his powers figured out, and he can, like... Get to Aunt May's house, and Aunt May's like, took you long enough. Wait, is this when we have the shot, the famous shot of him jumping and falling and After then it reverses? The scene I was about to tell you. Okay. Aunt May is. Oh, like, yeah, because he gets his costume. You act like you're drunk when you're tired. <laughs> have anyone told that to you? I don't like, know. drunk you and tired you is surprisingly <laughs> similar. Because you go, oh, 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 oh. Like, I, that's just <laughs> relevant, I suppose. Uh, Spider-Man goes to Aunt May, or Miles Morales goes to Aunt May. Aunt May's like, there you are. Gets all the spider suits he needs. Miles makes a custom spider suit I out am- of colors. And then we get to the coolest shot that you can describe. I am not a huge fan of this Aunt May. I don't think I like her being so smug. That seems weird for Aunt May. Well, she, I think she's smug in the sense that uh, she just knows. She's the only one that would know anything, like, techno-wise. And all the other spiders are, like, dependent. Because if it was... Normally we see Aunt May with, like, her... What's equivalent to her child. Like, I know she it's her aunt. But, like, she raised Peter Parker. So mm-hmm. she's nice. going to be nicer. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're right. It's fine. But it's I not would, a big deal at all. Uh, also, it's voiced by Lily Tomlin. Uh, Grace Frankie. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which is just like a neat little thing. Yeah. She's probably just oh, one. I can, I can hear that now that you said that. She's like, it was it probably just genuinely one day recording for her. And it was neat. So, there's this famous shot where Miles, like, jumps off a building or something. And he's like... He's falling. Well, we see him falling he, off he's into He's falling. The and then, yeah, like, the... Shot's upside the down. The shot is upside down. Now, I wish, because, okay, before I saw this movie, that shot 
is all I fucking saw. And it's a great shot. And I think, wasn't it in the trailer, too? Trailer and posters. It's so good. It's such a good shot. In the actual movie, it's so short. Yeah. Like, it's so short. Like, why isn't it longer? I think that that was just marketing setting you up. Like, the marketing team's job is to get the coolest shots. But, like, even for a few more seconds, like, just on the basis of the shot by itself, even if it wasn't used in the marketing, it's a great shot, and it's so fast. Like, you, I felt like I almost hardly got to see it before it ended. I'm not. I just think that, I think the marketing disappointed you in a way you didn't even know it. Well, yeah, but it's like, I don't understand. Anyway. I'm I'm so frustrated by how good that shot it is and how short it is. It's like you hardly get a chance to even enjoy it, and then it's gone. The first time I saw it, I thought it was going to happen again, because I was like, that couldn't have been it. Miles meets up, <sighs> Miles meets up with the spiders uh, at the Kingpin Ball. They get in. Oh, yeah, the Sp- ball! All Spider-Man. Of the, all of the... Oh, this is fucking bold of Kingpin and such classic, like, rich person because he fucking murdered Spider-Man and now he's holding, like, a... <laughs> a vigil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so all of the waiters are dressed as Spider-Man. Which, which is, is... Yeah, I was gonna say, pretty but tacky. Kind of, but that's kind of the joke. Is that... Like, they say that in the movie. It's like, hey, that's kind of tacky. Super Is tacky. it gonna be that easy? That would be so creepy. Imagine if you had a funeral and you were like, at my funeral, everyone should dress like me. <laughs> but it is different. He was like a pop culture icon Everyone as well. should do their best Ginny and cosplay at my funeral. But it's different. It's different. It's a little I, different, but it's still, it's a weird thing yes, to do. Yes, but they acknowledge that in the movie. I know. I'm not saying it's bad of the movie. I'm just saying it's weird in general. Spider-Man meets Mary Jane. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane's like can't get more bread and then spider-man like apologizes for all his mess ups in his life but he frames it in terms of the bread yeah so it's funny and then we get down to the hydron collider They're also gonna... he, he she never got her bread imagine how weird that would have been for her after like a weirder was like there was I am... an earthquake like five seconds later true she wouldn't have noticed she would have been like Right. Wow, Earth's ending, but still don't have my bread. I just, it would be so weird if someone was like, I will get you that bread. And then they, like, never got you the bread. I'd be like, what happened? <laughs> Something terrible went wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're trying to stop the collider. Uh, there's villains Wait, coming. The plan was, because Miles hasn't shown up with them at this point. No, he has. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because he... Doesn't he show up in the middle of the fight? No, he shows up. At the building. So he walks in with him, I think. I think so. Okay, regardless. Originally, uh, Peter Parker, old slash new Peter Parker, was going to stay behind. Um, which is very heroic, because he's basically accepting that he's going to like die in this dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Miles is there. But that that is part of the plan, because they haven't really talked about what's going to happen. Yeah. So, they're fighting villains. Uh, we get the final Doc Ock big fight which is really cool really cool because the the universe is like it's like the fabric of the universe is falling apart so you have like a bunch of shit like swirling everywhere and like things from different eras like Mm -hmm. coming together which i really liked how they did and with doc ock's powers of like the arms that's just really cool she's like grabbing Mm -hmm. the universe to move around yeah 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 and it's cool uh she's just a really fun fight how did, does it, I don't remember how she leaves the fight. Uh, she doesn't they, die, does she? Don't they smash her or something? She 
it's going to be Spider-Man, Miles, and Spider-Gwen versus her. Mm. Like, they're all teamed up. They kick her far away. Yeah. She's coming back, and she's like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill you. Uh, and then they're like, ha, ha, we're going to fight you. Yeah. And then when she's running over, like, a truck gets thrown out of the portal, and it just, like, crushes her. No. So I think she's dead. No! But we don't see a body, so. Yeah. Um, Comic books, if you don't see a body, they're probably not dead. So, one by one, everyone's kind of, like, jumping into the portal. And then um, it gets to the end. And I... Is Peter Parker already in the portal when Miles yes. starts fighting Kingpin? Yes. Okay. Like, uh, they were... He was not going to go in the portal because he was kind of scared to go back and try and fix his life. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Miles is like, come on, dude. And yeah. you could do this. Yeah. And then he's about to hit the button to, to stop it all. And then Kingpin is like, no! Now, and then Kingpin is fighting him. Part of this fight always bothers me. Because everything's going crazy, right? And um, everything's swirling around. The piece that the thing is on, the thing where he has to put the thumb drive in, mm-hmm. or press the button at this point, is like floating around. Like it's not even connected to the ceiling anymore, right? Um, and Miles and Kingpin are fighting on this thing. And there's so many chances in this fight for Miles to leave. Like, how is Kingpin going to get him? Because at this point, the, the the most important thing is for him to hit the button. So I wish there was more of a focus of Miles trying to get away from Kingpin rather than, like, fighting him. No, I think they do that. No. I... I disagree. Every time I see it, there's multiple times where he could get away, but he doesn't. Like, how. I have to admit, I disagree. Kingpin can't, like, spiderweb. How is he going to get him? I just. Kingpin can't fly. He doesn't have any movement capabilities. He tries many times to get away. On his platform. He tries many times to get away. And Kingpin is very creative in how he always gets up to him. Like, he uses the train, remember? Well, okay, but at some point he just stops trying to get away, and I think that's the wrong decision. When they're on the final platform, it's frustrating. Okay. It's frustrating. Okay, sure. They're fighting in the subway, and then his family kind of comes through and sees him doing the exact same thing he did with the other Spider-Man, like trying to choke him to death. Yeah. And they're like... Oh my gosh, a monster, let's run! And then he's like, ah, shoot. And then he makes it more determined, which is interesting. Yeah. Because I liked that parallel. What did you think of it? Because I really liked how they showed the problem isn't that the family left. The problem is that you keep doing bad things. Yeah. I think it's also good in, like, you know how I always get mad at, like, fucking entitled men? And this is another example of he feels... He he he's not done any self searching. <laughs> the problem, or like, oh, they were upset that I was murdering somebody. He's just like, I'm going to get them back, and they are going to love me no matter what. So yeah. I like them being like, kind of reinforcing the message, which he obviously didn't get the first time, which was, they they don't love you like this. They and don't like, love you when you're murdering people. You can't. You can't. You don't, you can't, and you don't necessarily deserve to get them back if you don't, like, look at your murderous tendencies. Yeah. Uh, and so, as they're fighting, Spider-Man is able to swing him around and get him to hit the button for him unintentionally. And really? Yeah. He, like, I don't remember exactly what happens, but he, like, throws him up there. Huh. And so he hits the button for him. Huh. 
and then the portal stops, and then the movie, like, the movie kind of wraps what up. What happens to Kingpin? He doesn't die, does he? No, he gets put up in a web at the end, and it's, like, uh, from your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Ah, uh, I uh, And then the dad and Spider-Man reconvene, and then the dad and Miles oh, yeah, reconvene. Oh, yeah, that's so cute, because, like, uh, Miles hugs him as, like, Spider-Man, doesn't he? Yeah, and he says, I love you. <laughs> It was really cute. Oh, yeah, because we kind of skipped that part, because we established before that his dad saw Spider-Man over the body of his uncle, and then I was worried it was going to be a whole thing, but his dad was there when all the shenanigans were going down, so he saw Spider-Man, like, helping and basically saving the day. Mm -hmm. So I think he's decided that Spider-Man's okay. Yes, which is nice. Yeah. And then, uh, that's kind of the end. Like, the movie wraps up. There's some, like, more stuff. And yeah. then it ends with a scene of Spider-Gwen being like, Hey, Miles, you got a minute? Like, from her dimension. She's oh, calling yeah. him over. Oh, yeah. Which would be a great sequel. Yeah. Miles goes to her dimension. Wouldn't there be a Gwen in this dimension? There probably is someone named Gwen. Well, I they know, but I important. mean the same Gwen. I don't think so. That's weird. I think you're overthinking multiverses. Just don't overthink it. If they didn't tell you, it's not important. That's the important rule with multiverses. When you overthink it, it falls apart. Yeah. Uh, so that was Spider-Verse. I wonder how she got through the dimensions. Well, we'll have to see in the sequel. I assume they'll tell us later. Do you know when the sequel's coming out? 2022. Probably next Christmas. Animation is hard. Yeah, it takes a while. Did you know that, like, uh, Sleeping Beauty took five years? I think it took more. Probably. Yeah, that took seven. Yeah. That was hand-drawn. Yeah. This is not hand-drawn, but it's very stylized. Hand-drawn is, like, intense. Yeah. That's why you stopped it, it for a reason. I know. They're big meanies. That's also, annoying. no one went to Princess and the Frog compared to Tangled. Yeah. Which is why they stopped it. Well, it's stupid. Well, I don't know why they're always making these, like, bogus scientific conclusions based off of, like, such tiny amounts of evidence. It's well, so they, annoying. Their job is to make money, and if something stops making money, they're going to stop making it. Yeah, but how do you know it's going to stop making money by one thing? Well, it wasn't just one thing. Well, that's what you just told me. Well, that was the final straw. <sighs> They had not made money on 2D animation since Lilo and Stitch before that. Well, don't they care? before that, it was like Tarzan. Don't they care about the art of it all? No! They don't? Their job is to make money. Well, it shouldn't be. Well, it is. Well, then they are... In the same way, Sony's job is to make money, which is why when they make Spider-Verse, it's great. But when they make Emoji Movie, it's bad. Well, Sony doesn't have a weird ego about their image. The people who made the Emoji Movie? Are you trying to defend that brand? I'm saying that Disney wants to act like they're so cool and so special and so fancy and they don't let people from the parks do all these things and they have all these rules to protect their image and it's like, if you don't even have an image worth protecting, what's the point? I just think that you're going on a Disney rant now and this is a Sony Marvel movie. So I might ask you to refocus. (laughs) <sighs> I like the animation in this. Oh, 
It also, because this is 3D animation. Oh, your ear, I'm sorry. This is 3D animation, and it shows that you can do shit with it. Be stylized, and you don't Stop have to Stop going on Disney rants. <laughs> this is not Disney. I'm glad you like it. I'm uh, glad it beat Disney at the Oscars. It was a great movie. I'm happy for it. And I'm excited to see more of it. I'm excited to see new things. Good. Do you want to know something? I don't think I do. <laughs> Catherine Hanness. Yeah. How do you rate the Catherine Hanness for our final Catherine Hahn month film? Pretty low. Because she's great, but she's not in it very much. And I didn't know it was Catherine Hahn the first time I saw it. But I'm asking how she did in the film. Like, how do you rate Catherine Hahn in this movie? Okay, so on a scale of... of rate to perfect. For the movie... Okay, Catherine Hahn is... Not, in, not the movie having enough Catherine Hahn. I know, Hahn. I'm just clarifying. So, movie having enough Catherine Hahn, not great. Catherine Hahn in the movie... What's great. the scale? From great to excellent. I would say great. There's not enough of her in this one to get to excellent. I think she's... Very great. Like her, I like her Doc Ock a lot. I like the only her Doc problem Ock is that we too. don't get enough time with them. Yeah, but that's a very easy fix problem. Yeah, Ooh, like that's I just would, not a hard. Problem. I would so be down to like see her in because we didn't see her die, so I'd be so down to see her as like a Returning reoccurring villain. villain. Yeah, she could be villain in the next one. That'd yeah, be fun. I do. Although think Although I don't like... know if she'd come back because she's focusing on her other Disney Marvel villain role. Oh yeah, though that means they already have her in contracts. Different studio. What do you mean? Sony owns Spider-Man <sighs> character for film. But they also own... But they sent him... They let Marvel own him. They let Marvel... You, Sony makes the Spider-Man movies. Yes, Marvel know. just creative consults and makes sure it fits in their brand. Oh, right. I remember this. Okay. So Marvel's like, hey, we need this movie to start here and end here. And here's some things we think of. And then Sony's like, yes or no. And then they figure it out. Mm. Final thoughts are, everyone told me how great this movie was. I was late to seeing this movie. So everyone told me how great this movie was for like a year and a half before I saw it. Which happened to me with Bridesmaids. And that ruined Bridesmaids for me. But it didn't ruin this movie. So I would say this movie lives up to the hype. And that's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, This is a movie... That does something that I really like, which is adult action animation, but mm. not like it's family friendly, but it's still adult action levels. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, which is just a genre I really like. Like, I love all those DC movies and DC shows because they have great animation fights. And I like it here because they have great animation fights. And so I just really enjoyed it. First one didn't do well, so I'm hoping that people were just late to the party. But I'm... I also think there's like a thing with theaters where like sometimes just as a whole, like as a community of humans, we're like not in the mood. For that movie? For theaters. A lot of other movies were doing well at the time. It okay. just didn't do well. So. Because I feel like that's what happened with Scott Pilgrim. No, I think. Well, you know how I think on stuff. You just don't think in a business mindset for Hollywood movies. No. Which is why... It's an artistic industry. That has a financial obligation. (sighs) 
This has been Friends at Film <laughs> Camp. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, Ow! <laughs> I just hit my nose. You hit? What did you hit your nose on? <laughs> my knee! Thank you all for listening to this episode of Friends at Film Camp. We'll see you next time at the camp. Bye.